Greetings, everyone. This is Friday, April the 10th, 2020. This is the Naked Truth Bible broadcast or podcast. And this is Walter Mosby out of the great city of San Antonio, Texas. Still, as most of America is under lockdown. So it's a good time to get your Bible and study the Word of God. And let's really find out what's going on with this pandemic, COVID-19. Let me just start by saying that as an African-American, I have been through far worse than a virus. My parents grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents suffered through slavery, lynching, Jim Crow, segregation, German shepherds, fire hoses, uh, discrimination even in the 21st century. I can have a three-piece suit on and go into a department store And the store security will follow me because they feel like I will shoplift. Uh, So black Americans have been through far worse than a virus. Now we are finding out that there are disproportions as to the amount of people that are dying because of this virus. We are finding out that Black Americans die at a faster rate than those who are not people of color. And surprise, surprise, when we have limited access to health care, we have limited access to employment. We're the last hired, first fired. We have limited access to finances. Uh, we don't live in gated communities. And by the way, uh, it is a joke when they talk about social distancing. Uh, When we have been social distancing ever since the, the millennial, ever since 2000, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, That's social distancing. We have hidden ourselves as a nation, as a world. We hide behind computers and iPhones and iPads. And we throw out vicious slander and racism and stories and all kind of evil. Hiding behind the computer. We say things on the internet that we would never say to a person's face. So let's cut the joke out about social distancing. We've been social distancing for a long time now. That's not the problem. Uh, The problem is still and has always been systemic, institutionalized racism. And so when you don't have access to health care, you don't have access to fresh food. If you live in the hood, hood in quotes, 
you don't have access to the good grocery stores. You only have access to convenience stores and fast food. And we both know, or we all know, that fast food is not good for the human body. We don't have access to vegetables. Uh, we don't have access to adequate health care. So we're not taught about starches. We're not taught about vegetables. We're not taught about carbohydrates. Uh, we're not taught about protein. And so because of that, our health as an African-American is in jeopardy. So African-Americans have diabetes, heart trouble, congestive heart failure, COPD, because African-Americans, as a rule, have smoked cigarettes and marijuana and crack at a proportionate disadvantage to other races. Uh, if you remember, back in the late 70s, when cigarette commercials were banned from television and radio, and the tobacco CEOs were brought before Congress, it was admitted that the CEOs of these tobacco companies purposely put nicotine, which is an addicted drug, in the cigarettes to get people to smoke. And they went a step further and they put menthol in the cigarettes to get African Americans to smoke. So, what you have is, you have Caucasian CEOs conspiring with other Caucasian CEOs to do what? Get rid of as many people of color as possible. Okay? Now, again, what do we have in 2020? We have a president of the United States who is hell-bent on becoming president for life. So he dismantles the previous administration's uh, group, if you will, or watchdog to protect the nation from future pandemics. He dismantled it because the current president has a problem with the previous president. So when the virus, coronavirus, COVID-19, when it reared its head in China, there was nothing done to protect Americans from the virus. But let's go a step further. Let's talk about what this current president has done to provoke a foreign government to a secret attack against the nation. Let me explain. When the current president started to levy tariffs against China, 
back in December of 2019. North Korean President Kim Jong-un made a statement, and this is what he said, and I quote, The American government will have a huge surprise waiting for them around Christmas, end of quote. Now we find out that this virus that came from Wuhan province in China was discovered in November of 2019. The two doctors in China that discovered the virus, one was murdered. The storyline from China was he died of the virus. If you know anything about the Chinese government, you don't just get murdered if you are in high rank. In other words, if you are a government employee or you work for the Chinese government and you decide that you are going to be a whistleblower, unlike here in the United States, whistleblower or whistleblowers, I should say, Whistleblowers have protected rights. You are protected. If you work for a company and you discover that company is doing something illegal, you are protected. You can blow the whistle and the government is obligated to protect you. Not so in communist China. In communist China, if you are a whistleblower, if you try to expose the government because it is a dictatorship, it is a communist government, you will not be found. You will disappear. The first doctor that discovered this virus in China mysteriously died. And again, I'll say it, he was murdered. The second female doctor that blew the whistle has disappeared. She has never been found. This was back in 2019, November. What the Chinese government did because of the tariffs that were levied against the Chinese government, what they did was, they have this doctor come up with this virus. And if you've seen the, the market where the virus originated, you can understand why the virus was developed. The, the conditions are just horrible. You infect one person with the virus. That person infects others with the virus. And when did this happen? This happened at the time of the Chinese New Year. What do Chinese do at the Chinese New Year? They leave China and they go to places where they have Chinese restaurants, uh, Chinese cities around the world, Chinatowns around the world. And the virus spreads. That's how it spread around the world. How did it get to the United States? Real simple. Most Chinese, when they travel to the United States, they usually come to one particular city in the United States. They come to Las Vegas. And how many millions of people are in Las Vegas at one given time? 
That's how the virus spreads. So now we have this virus and we have these so-called experts, and I say so-called, and they run around and they make statements every day. And by the way, this current president, since you can't have political rallies, he takes the White House briefing every day and that's his campaign platform. Uh, he he casts blame, he berates reporters, he he's just off the rails. And sadly, you have 56% of Americans that approve of his handling of the virus. That leaves 44% that don't approve. Division. Now, here's what I want to say about division. If the church does not pray, there will not be an America to speak of. I'll, I'll let you chew on that for a minute. If the church does not pray, there will not be an America to speak of. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, and verse 25. Well, let me start at 24. Matthew, chapter 12, verse 24. But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts. <clears throat> Excuse me. And said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Let me read that again. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Now you could take the word kingdom and put country, nation, people. Every kingdom, every nation. Divided against itself is brought to desolation or nothing is brought to nothing. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. That's what Jesus is saying. So what Jesus is saying is any country, any nation, any people that is divided against itself. White against black, rich against poor, religion against religion. Sexual orientation against sex, sexual orientation. Anything divided against itself cannot and will not stand. Is it any wonder then that the church needs to pray? I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. If the church does not pray, this virus will not go away. As a matter of fact, if the church doesn't pray, this virus will mutate. It will get bigger, it will get stronger, and there will be no vaccine to stop it because it will become a super virus and you won't be able to deal with it. That's what happened in 1918, the, the great flu pandemic of 1918. It didn't go away until 1920. And you know why it stayed around so long? Real simple. The church didn't pray. 
Now, let's deal with this day we're talking about today, Good Friday. Good Friday came about because of one man whose name is Constantine. Constantine was the emperor of Rome that came after Nero was assassinated. Nero fiddled while Rome burned and Rome was nearly destroyed and Nero was assassinated and Emperor Constantine took his place. Constantine was a Christian and what he wanted to do was unite government with the Christian faith. At that time, you only had one church, and that was the Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. It was Catholic, but it was also apostolic. They tried to intertwine the Catholic beliefs with the beliefs of the apostles. And Emperor Constantine decided to merge the state with religion. And this is the result. Now, I'm going to go to Scripture. I'm going to go to Scripture because I need to show you by Scripture that Jesus did not die on Friday. Show you by Scripture that Jesus did not die on Friday. He could not. It was impossible. It was impossible. He made a statement, Jesus did, to tell people how long he would be in the grave. He said something to the effect, if you destroy this temple in three days, he would raise it from the dead. And here it is. Matthew 26, 61. He is, Jesus is, He's being arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. Look at what it said, that Jesus said. Matthew 26, verse 60. But found none. Verse 59 said they were looking to find false witnesses. False witnesses. Jesus did nothing wrong. But the chief priests and the elders and the council, the Sanhedrin, were looking for false witnesses to put Jesus to death. Verse 60 says they found none. Yes, though many false witnesses came, they still didn't find any. At the last came two false witnesses. Now look at what these false witnesses said. And said, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple. And to build it in three days. Now he was not talking about physical temple. 
Now, he was not talking about the building. He was talking about his body. Now, if Jesus said, destroy this temple, and in three days, he would raise it again. And this is Good Friday. Huh. That can't be right. Just, just, you know, using good math. It can't be right. Here's another scripture. Let's look at Mark 14, 58. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hand. And within three days, I will build another made without hands. Hmm. Three days. Three days. Okay. Oh, my. Here's the one. John chapter 2. John chapter 2. I just want to build a, a foundation to get to where this got off track. Good Friday. And tomorrow we'll deal with Esther, Easter, goddess of fertility. Christians don't celebrate Easter. We celebrate Resurrection Day. But to go to detail, the rapture of the church has been canceled. Get the book, Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com. But look at John chapter 2, verse 19. Jesus answered and said unto them, Now this is Jesus talking. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. He wasn't talking about the building. He was talking about his body. Now, we've established the fact, three days. Jesus said, destroy this temple, this body, and in three days he would raise it up. Now, Emperor Constantine changed everything. 325 A.D. They had a council of leaders in the, in the Sanhedrin, which was led by Constantine. He was the emperor of Rome, and he changed everything. He changed the day of, of worship from Saturday to Sunday. Remember the, the Ten Commandments? What was one of the Ten Commandments? Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Jesus never changed the Sabbath. Matter of fact, he said, I didn't come to destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. He never changed the day of worship. Emperor Constantine changed the day of worship from Saturday to Sunday. Then he said Jesus did not die on Thursday. He died on Good Friday. Well, now we just read the scripture where he said, destroy this temple. And in three days he would raise it. All right. Let's count. 
if he, and he did, he rose from the dead on Sunday. So let's backtrack. From Sunday to Saturday is one day. From Saturday to Friday, hello, Friday is two days. From Friday to Thursday is three days. He did not die on Good Friday. He died on Thursday. How do we know that? Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. And let's go to verse 5. Genesis chapter 1 verse 5. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Not the morning and the evening. The evening and the morning. The Jewish day begins at 6 o'clock p.m. That's when the Jewish day begins. The evening and the morning were the first day. So Jesus did not die on Friday. Six o'clock Thursday evening, he was dead and put in Joseph's of Arimathea's tomb and rose on Sunday. Emperor Constantine in 325 AD held the general council and changed the day of worship, changed the day that Jesus died, changed the baptism, the baptism, according to the apostles, was in Jesus' name. Not the titles. And some churches still say, well, we, we do what Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the, in the name. Not in the titles, in the name. A person can give you a check. And you can have 50 titles on it. But the check will not be cashed until what? Your name is put on the back of the check. The Emperor Constantine changed everything. The Catholic Church changed everything. And very few preachers have the guts to stand up and say, wait a minute. We off base here. Fast forward to today, Good Friday, 2020, April 10th. Very few churches have the guts to say, wait a minute. According to the word of God, we are to assemble. We are to assemble, not in a car. Assemble. Okay. Watch this. James. And I'm running up against my half hour, so I'm going to do this real quick. James chapter 5, I believe, is what I'm looking for. If I can get to my computer here. And James chapter 5.
That's what I'm looking for. James chapter 5 and verse 14. Is there any sick among you? Let him do what? Call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Pray over him. Pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. We told you yesterday about Hebrews 10.25. Hebrews 10.25 says that we are to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. I'll read it again for you in case you forgot. Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. What day is that? The coming of Jesus to set up an eternal kingdom that will never, ever end. This podcast, the Naked Truth Bible Podcast, Heard every day on Anchor. Tell your friends, tell your enemies to tune in every day to the Naked Truth Bible Podcast. Every day we will be right here. Every day we will be right here. Till the next podcast, Walter Mosby. Remember the book, The Rapture of the Church has been Canceled. Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Peace.